Hey, yo, what's going on, everyone? This is Lex James. And this is your boy, Mikey Bravo, and you're listening to The Wrestling High. And on this show, we'll keep you up to date on all things WWE and AEW, whether it's good, bad, or just completely shit. We're also going to be hitting you with all the rumors and hot topics all throughout the world of pro wrestling. And be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore wrestling underscore high. Do it. How's it going? Been a while. This is Media Scrum Mikey Bravo, and that's a fitting name because I'm gonna have my own little Media Scrum. Yeah, yeah. I'm it here is. with Lickensy Dick and Lex James. Ah, fuck. <laughs> We're gonna get into this list here, and what list is that, Mike? This pro wrestling illustrated top what is it 500 it's top wrestlers. 500. This is this is like the list when it comes. to It's pro like wrestling. after Roman Reigns. They took a hit of crack and said, blur, and just went completely off script because this list makes no fucking sense. So we're not going to go into the entire 500. No, because a lot of the people in the top 20 don't really matter. So why would we go into the 500? Besides that, I mean, as far as time goes, we already have have four and a half hour episodes that uh, we want to probably steer. I'm already mad after number one. So why would I go? Why go to 500? No, I got you. We're going to we're going to we're going to take a stop like right after like 100. You know what I mean? Um, But yeah, let's get into this damn list, shall we? The number one. The guy who gets number one, Roman Reigns. The only one they got right. He gets his second uh, number one ranking in uh, PWI 500. Uh, His first one came in 2016, and that was the year he, you know, beat Triple H in a main event at WrestleMania. I think that was also Dallas Stadium. Yeah. Um, So, you know, to put it in perspective, that's when Roman got, you know, his last number one. Last year, he was number two to Kenny Omega. And I think you and I kind of... No, I would have put him one, two. I can understand Kenny Omega getting it last year because he held practically everybody's world title but WWE's. But this year you had to give it to Roman. Yeah. There's nobody that should have gotten it over Roman. If you think otherwise, and you... Number two, they had Kazuchika Okada. This is where they fucked up with me. And this just had me heated, bro. Seth Rollins owns that number two spot to me. Oh, we're going to get to where Seth Rollins like, is. <laughs> I don't understand how in the fuck in the world whoever made this list looked and said, oh, you know, that guy Rollins has been the most relevant guy on Raw while losing all his matches. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't have a title. He just had his first pay-per-view win this year. Yeah, in another banger. Yeah. Like, Rollins is wrestling in front of stadiums and giving you the best match on the card. And it's just like, you don't have him anywhere in the top five? Rollins, let's just go through the whole top 20 right now. One, Roman Reigns. Two, Okada. Three, CM Punk. Get the fuck out of here. Four, Adam Page. Five, Bobby Lashley. Six, Cody Rhodes. Seven, Brian Danielson. Eight, El Hijo del Viking or something. Yeah. Who the fuck are you? Apparently, this is the AAA champion. Oh, yeah, but yet... I bet there's a lot of people who don't know who the fuck he is, but he made number eight on the list over Rollins. I, it's hard to disagree. What? 
No disrespect. Uh, number nine, Big E. Number ten, Jonathan Gresham. Eleven, what? Shingo Takagi. Twelve, John Moxley. Thirteen, Matt Cardona. I actually am not mad at that. We'll get to him in a little bit. Fourteen, Josh Alexander. Fifteen, Tanahashi. Sixteen, MJF. They waited till sixteen to put MJF on the list. Seventeen is Seth Rollins. No. At least they put him in front of Adam Cole. At yeah. eighteen. 19, Kenny Omega, which, head-scratcher. Depen- All right, first off, depending on when they, like, what their calendar year is, because it's clearly not January to December, because Kenny Omega just came back, and we haven't seen him wrestle since last November, up until, you know, last month, whatever. So, I guess Kenny Omega was at the tail end of his championship run. I'm not so sure if that... Gets him in the top 20, though. He literally has not wrestled since. No. Up until... That makes no sense. And we're not going to see much of him anymore because they just, you know, him and the Bucks got suspended along with Punk. Especially not over number 20. Drew McIntyre is 20. And Drew McIntyre has been as consistent as they come. Drew McIntyre just helped sell a stadium out in another country. But he's 20. Yeah. This list is... Bro, I was driving home from the gym and I saw this list and it pissed me the fuck off. (laughs) How how do you have Jonathan Gresham in the top 10, let alone above guys like Drew Rollins and MJF? What the fuck did that little shit do that he gets in the top 10? What? It was the Ring of Honor champion, I get that, but I don't, I don't know if I, yeah. Big E at nine? I like E. But See, and here's the thing. He's when are been we hurt most of the time. When are we counting this? I'm assuming this is tail end of his WWE title run, which, again, he wasn't really booked that great as a champion. Not his fault. Just saying, no. He wasn't booked great, and then he lost the title the first day of the new year to Brock. And then a couple months later, Speaking he gets of Brock, spiked on his fucking head. Why the fuck isn't Brock on this list? Brock, I don't even think I saw him in the top 100. But you I got could be wrong. Quiffbag Adam Page, <laughs> number four. <laughs> Yo, why is he in the top 10, let alone number four? I don't have a, I don't have too much of an issue with Hangman in the top ten because he's put uh, on he's put on really good fucking matches. His title run not if become, you're not if you're not going to put Brock Lesnar and Seth Rollins. No, I in the I top. agree I agree. I'm not I'm not saying I think that's more of my problem. I got you. I I'm I'm not mad at that. But Bobby as Lashley, far as being top ten, I can I Adam Page you can make the he argument. He started off the, the year ring. strong yeah. for the calendar year. His title it, run just became if you're very lackluster. Have Seth at seventeen and Brock not even on the list. Don't you dare put him number four or CM Punk number three because if Punk doesn't get hurt and we see another summer of him as a world champion... Yeah, the number three is That perfect. number three spot is perfect for him. Yeah. But not when he's hurt most of the time, so you need an interim champion. He's got, he got hurt twice. Yeah. Both of his title runs were like combined a week and a day. I, I think <laughs> most of my problem with this is that Seth is not number two and Brock's not in, at least in the top ten. Other than that... As far as the top 20 goes. Yeah. Gresham, get to get him off. Biggie, get him off. That Eho Viking guy, get him off. Tanahashi, I don't even know like why. I haven't kept up with... Uh, he he did main much. event Forbidden Door with Moxley. I don't know who Josh Alexander is, honestly. I know the name, and I'm probably sounding like a dick for not knowing enough. Adam Cole doesn't deserve a top 20 spot to me. I agree. Matt Cardona has won the NWA world title. I've heard, I've heard his name a lot. I've heard his name a lot. So, so the fact that this guy is making a name for himself outside of WWE, 
You got to give him credit. Yeah, I'm not, I, I, I was do. never a Zack Ryder fan, but he got himself over. He did. He's doing the same exact thing. It's kind of, it's, it's really like, dude, this is when, when Cody left WWE and this, and made a huge name for himself outside of it without their backing. Yeah. Matt Cardone is doing the same thing. I, I, I just think MJF at 16, but you have the balls to put Jonathan Gresham number 10. Big, yeah. even say, I'll even go as saying Big E number nine. MJF's top five for me, man. At, There's what? not a better promo in the Am business. Am I wrong? There's not a better promo in the business. You know, um, he's the most intriguing character in AEW. And he can fucking wrestle. This is the guy that gave AEW their first million view segment. He's proven. In AEW, he's proven that he brings ratings. He just doesn't miss. So, so here's the thing. Danielson, obviously he's best wrestler in the world, right? He sure as hell hasn't been booked like that. And I think he's... In my opinion, seven's not the worst, you know, spot for Brian Danielson, but I feel like he might just scratch the top ten because his booking—it yeah. started out great when he, you know, when he turned heel and his feud with Paige. They fucked it up with that BBC Club shit, the BCC, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> They—he was in the middle of one of his best runs ever to me. Yeah, being a heel and flexing while he has you in a triangle choke. And the shit. matches every week on Dynamite were the most entertaining matches. Whether they were squash or he was whatever. kicking the Dark Order's ass every week. I, I could watch I that I thought him pairing up with Moxley and Regal was going to be better than what it has been. Yeah, it's but been then they like let Yuta in. Yeah, it's just been stupid now. And yeah, the whole feud with Jericho and... Then he goes and gets hurt in that society. fucking anarchy in the arena shit, right? And he also takes, and he also takes the fucking pin. Or he, 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 he passed out. He didn't get submitted, but he, he passed out. But he took the L. Of all people. I, I think he got a concussion in that match, and that's what they yeah. just don't want to say it. Then he loses to, what's his name? Clean? Daniel Garcia. First match back. Well, it wasn't clean. Jake Hager did interfere. Oh. But still, he shouldn't have been losing to Garcia. Yeah, and that's... on top of that, the fucking Anarchy in the Arena match cost us Zack Sabre Jr. versus Danielson at Forbidden Door. Which would have been on our list at the end of the year, definitely. It's probably going to be a top five match of the yeah. year. What are you doing with Danielson? That, what, like, that's I just, the guy that everybody thinks should be Booker of the Year, Tony Khan. Yeah. You have a history of concussions? Go to this match where you might get one. Fucking jerk off. I just don't get it. Like, this is how you book the best wrestler in the world. And this is what has brought you to come to the conclusion that you feel Seth Rollins is the best wrestler yeah, in the world. Yeah, and, and that's you know why what? I'm so pissed the fuck off. Booking he's, matters. He's 17. <laughs> this guy hasn't had a title in what? Five years? No, I think 2019 when The Fiend beat him. So okay. three. Still. That's still no a, title. It feels like five because the pandemic happened. This guy's been losing. They say, oh, it's his record. Wrestling isn't all about wins and losses. It's how you look through them. Seth He's Rollins living proof. Has not, he lost to Roman Reigns in a banger of a match at Royal Rumble. That's the thing. He actually he, didn't, he didn't lose, but he, he just passed yeah, out. Yeah, but yeah. look, even but then. He, Roman didn't let go and yeah. got disqualified. Then... What, he went on to have that, that trilogy with Cody that he lost all three, but did three not look weak tremendous. in any of them. Who else did he lose to this year? Because um, he, he was on Raw, main event in Raw lost, for weeks. Yeah, he he lost in a Money in the Bank match. Um, the latter match, I believe. He didn't have a SummerSlam match, which is really strange. But he finally got a win against uh, He just Riddle beat Riddle. And, a hell of a and, match and for him, look, we can't even... This is the first win he's had in a long time. 
And he's still been but the best But it's not just that, too. His character has been yeah. fucking incredible. It, this is the best version of Seth Rollins we've ever seen. Yeah, to the point where you got a whole stadium in Cardiff singing a song. Singing his song. And he's you have the balls to have him 17 on your list? The fans are going to turn him face eventually. Yeah. He's not done being a heel, but it's going to happen. Like, maybe and a year from now. he plays it so perfectly because he comes out and he's... Taking in the cheers and he's feeding the crowd. He's dressed ridiculous. Then he'll turn it around on him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And let him know that I am Seth fucking Rollins. Because fuck the freak. And that's Seth fucking Rollins right there, bro. He should be number two behind Roman only because of Roman's title reign. Yeah, it's it's hard to it's hard to argue. I'm I, I agree. To, to not even make top ten and the seventeen. I browse really? through like. Shit that I like, I, I seen this list on Facebook and clicked the picture just to read the comments. And the amount of people that believe what I'm saying right now is ridiculous. Who makes these lists? It gotta be fucking Big Daddy Quiff Meltzer. Uncle Dave. He, he's just, like, yeah, you know what he is? He's that fucking little dribble of piss when you don't shake right that hits your boxes. <laughs> that's what Dave Meltzer that is. That drips down your balls. Now too. you're like, fuck, you gotta clean it all up. That, that's him. Gets on your pants. Yeah. It just ruins your whole fucking mood for the day. I like it. I kind of like, um... Yeah, Bobby, like Lashley's, Bobby Lashley's uh, placement. Spot. I like it because he's had a strong year. And he's another one. He is... He's. I think he's only been pinned like two or three times in the last year. And two of them... One was getting cashed in on by Big E. That's a cash-in. And the other one... The other one, he lost a steel cage match to Big E like a couple weeks later. He was putting the champ over. Actually, he took a pin from Roman, too. In a triple threat match. Which and then Omas beat him in a handicap match at Hell in a Cell, which probably shouldn't have even happened. I need to see Bobby and Roman for that title soon. Royal Rumble. Yeah. Alamo Dome. Perfect. There you go. And, and that's where you bring back another guy who should have been in the top five to me, Brock Lesnar. At least in the top ten. So, that's the 20. Like I said, we'll run through the 20 again. Roman, Okada, Punk, Adam Page, Bobby Lashley, Cody Rhodes, Danielson, El Hijo del Viking. I, yeah. Big E, Jonathan Gresham, Shingo Takagi, John Moxley, Matt Cardona, Josh Alexander, Hiroshi Tanahashi, MJF, Seth fucking Rollins, Adam Cole, minus the Bebe, Kenny Omega, Drew McIntyre. Fuck this list. So then 21 to 40 reads Moose. Chris Jericho at 22, Moose, well, Moose 21, Chris Jericho 22. Jay White at 23, I thought. Alexander? What, what are you wrestling and not telling me? I. Why does it say Alexander? Is it Josh? Al- no, I don't. Probably I, an Alexander who doesn't fucking matter. I, that, that can't be right. Jay White is 23. I, I felt like he could have been higher up. He is the IWGP yeah, champion. AC Mack, who's that? He got me. Braun Breaker at 26. I like it. It's kind of being that this is his rookie year. He made it. Yeah, that, that's high for a rookie. Yeah, I'll take it. Will Ospreay at 27 is surprising. Yeah. Granted, I'm not. I, I wasn't a big fan of seeing him in AEW with the Orange Cassidy match and the fucking yeah, trios. Yeah, flippy bullshit. But in, in New Japan. New Japan Will Ospreay. Just forget about AEW Will Ospreay. Other than his match with Dax Harwood. And I'll get to Dax Harwood I, in a little bit. I'd put Will Ospreay in the top 20. I would probably put him top at least top 15. Maybe definitely 10, over Omega. Probably top ten. Yeah, um, Guevara at twenty eight. No, just mm. put him in the in the bottom hundred. Zack Saber Junior at twenty nine is a little low for me. Yeah, but, uh, that dude's a great wrestler. Zack Saber's went up against Shingo. He's went up against Osprey, Claudio at Forbidden Door. Um, 
Yeah, like 29 is a little low. I don't know who don't any know. of the next few people are. Mike Bailey then... at 30, I can't say I know who he yeah. is. Bandito, I've heard of. He's from Ring of Honor. Uh, Nakajima, obviously New Japan. I can't say I know much about him. Ace Austin, G- Jake Lee. Uh, 35, I can't even pronounce. Hechicero. I don't know. Kevin Owens at 36. These guys are over Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens main event at WrestleMania with Steve Austin. He's, he's above everybody I see above him on the list right now. I think with, with Kevin Owens, what hurt him is after WrestleMania, how he's been booked, the whole Ezekiel feud, it was cute for a little bit, but it dragged on. Yeah. And then he had a minor injury. We didn't see him for a while, and then Triple H took over. And now Kevin Owens is starting to look like the old KO. But that was just like the, in the last month or so. Yeah. But... Yeah, he's I still, still main evented. He, he should be a little higher than he, he is. main evented WrestleMania with Stone Cold. That should be enough. That's a, that's more than mostly everybody. Yeah, Xavier Woods at thirty seven. He did win King of the Ring, but outside of that, New Day really hasn't been booked like anyone cares yeah, about them Big since e Biggie got his neck, yeah. and then it was just like, ah, what do we do with these guys? Right. So it's kind of like they're treading water right now. Scorpio Sky, fuck him. He's 38 cool. is a little high for Scorpio He's Sky. He's whack. I, I don't mind Scorpio Sky as a wrestler. I just think 38 is way too high. El Desperado, I'm not too sure who he is. Eddie Kingston at 40. I wouldn't have been mad if they brought him up a little higher because, again, he's one of the most believable characters in wrestling because he's not a character. It's really who he is. What you see is what you get. And Yeah, his mic work is good. I he's like great. He's someone that won me over. I was shitting on him a year ago. And now it's like I kind of need to I see him all the time. Is all right for him. Yeah, but I, if they, if they would have put him a little higher, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been bothered. I don't think he, me. Guevara should be above him though. No, might get slapped again for that one. Psycho clown, the fuck is that? He's number forty-one on the fucking list. Yeah. That's what he is. <laughs> what a name, yeah. Jacob Fatu. I guess he's related to fucking the Usos too. Forty-two, forty-three. We got Wheeler Yuta. Wheeler Huda. Mita. Yuta. Huda is number 43. Is it Yuda or Mita? It's Yuda. Okay. I thought it was Yuda. Yeah. Minoru's Nobody gives Yuda. a fucker. Because <laughs> Willie Yuda's always been wagged to me. I like this match with Moxley this year. But other than that... I'm good with Minoru at 44. Yeah. Darby at 45 over Nakamura. You know what? Any other year that would be ridiculous. But Nakamura is actually rated high the way he's been booked. He had an intercontinental title reign that lasted six months, and he defended it, like, twice. And it's how he's been booked. Apparently, there is good news. Apparently, Triple H does plan on booking Nakamura I hope so. stronger. So, I, I, hey, I'm all for it. Nakamura is one of your top players. You got to use him right. Fucking A. 47, Randy Orton. Um, You think about it, it kind of makes sense. Got hurt. He got, he's been hurt since, what, April or May? And, you know, him and Riddle had a hell of a run as tag champions, but he's been splitting his time with Riddle that whole time. Yeah. So Randy at 47, at least they had him over Daniel Garcia at 48. For fuck's sake, are you kidding me? But you know what? He's showcased more than fucking anybody on Dynamite. He's, he's, he has so many main events on Dynamite, and he actually just won the pure championship in a hell of a match with Yuta. Um, Yuta? Mita. Yuta. <laughs> fucking guy's name. <laughs> But yeah, Garcia, it doesn't make sense, but it like as, as much as they shove him down our throat, I'm not surprised at, at him at 48. 49, Trey Miguel, Trish Adora at 50, Kai at 51. I don't know who any of them are. 
Me neither. Kenta Mayada. I don't, Kento Mayada. I don't... 52. 53, Ricky Starks. I'm not surprised. Is Ricky Starks the guy that was It's John Leguizamo. That was going to cry at his John Leguizamo. <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, I want to like Ricky Starks. He's, he's good in the ring. He looks a little silly sometimes and acts a little silly, but I feel like under the... I feel like NXT, Shawn Michaels, Ricky yeah. Starks, we'd be singing a different tune. Uh, Ricochet at 54. I, I would just like to see more of Ricochet. Phoenix at 55? Ray oh, Phoenix. No. Everybody's favorite mask gymnast. But then they have... Pack at 56. I don't he see actually, how you put Phoenix he, he over He won Pac. a belt. And Damian Priest underneath Phoenix? You could argue Priest should be up, up a little higher. He had a U.S. title run. Cool. Just fought Edge on, on Raw. Yeah. Priest, yeah, 57. It's a little low. You can argue top 50 for Damian Priest. Yeah. Kota Ibushi at 58. I haven't followed enough of Ibushi to know if that's too high or too Uh-oh. low. Oh, 59! Take shita. <laughs> I have to take shita at 59. Konosuke, take a shita. <laughs> you know what? I'm all right with it. Yeah, he gave, he he's gave, actually a hell of he a wrestler. He gave me some good laughs being on fucking TV with that last name. So <laughs> He's actually a good wrestler, Yeah, he though. is. Well, you'll never hear about it on this show because his name is just Goofy. Just take shit out. <laughs> and it's just I wonder impossible. if that's what he does after every match. Take shit out. It's just impossible to not poke fun at it. Just a tiny smidgen. Nick Aldis. I mean, he's married to Mickey James. He should make the list every fucking year for that. Yeah. Kudos. Don't forget your kudos. I feel like kudos would make a good name of like a cereal. <laughs> a bowl of kudos. So we're going to jump ahead here. So I went from 60 to 66. Never, oh shit. Never mind 61 through 5. I don't know why. But 66, you got Laredo Kid. 67, Wardlow. Who the fuck Possibly, is Laredo Kid? I don't though? know, but he's higher than Wardlow. I can think Wardlow warranted a top 50 spot at the very least. Mystico yeah, with Wardlow's 68. cool. I don't know who Mystico even is. Though, you know what, though? Wardlow, and even Wardlow said it himself, that he hasn't been a fan of his booking lately. And honestly, ever since the whole MJF feud, like, Wardlow's almost an afterthought. Isn't he one of the champions? He's a TNT champion. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. And he's even said it himself in interviews that he, you know, he feels like he's lost something since the MJF feud ended. He's on to something. He's not wrong. Um... Just pay attention to that when your contract's up, right? Yeah. Tom Lawler. Whoever that is. Is 69, 70, Alex Shelley, 71, Andrade. Another guy who's been a victim of bad booking. He just I, can't I, get I, bad booking I away from I wish he him. could get back to WWE because Triple H would. Yeah. Exactly. He hasn't been booked right since Triple H was running NXT. So when he was the NXT champion. I'd like to see Andrade a little higher up. Ilya Dragunov at 72. He did suffer an injury and had to vacate, you know, the uh, or he had to relinquish the uh, UK championship that's now defunct. But he had a, an amazing match with the previous Walter, now Gunther. Who, have we even mentioned his name yet? Oh, no, we're getting there. Don't worry, we're getting there. Oof. Yeah, oof, indeed. 73, Malachi How Black. dare you? Malachi Black at 73. I think that's kind of fair. AJ Styles at 74, you know what? That's fair. He's been booked like shit this yeah, year. Yeah, he has. He's been We barely Omos even see him now. He took a clean L to Omos. He took, a, like, two L's to Edge. And then when Judgment Day kicked Edge out, 
AJ Styles was literally kicked to the fucking curb. Um, Trevor I Murdoch. Think he should be lowered just because he thinks the earth is flat, too. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor Murdoch. Trevor Murdoch, I think, was the, uh, was he not He's the NWA N world champ? He is now. Yeah. So You would think he'd be higher than 75. He gives you that old school fat wrestler with an underwear. He looks like a big bottle of milk. <laughs> He's, like, got the Dusty Rhodes build. Oh, yeah. Big time. Taller Dusty. Uh, Tomohiro Ishii, 76. 77, Carmelo Hayes. First year, maybe should be a little maybe higher, a little, but I'm okay. I'd put him a little higher. That, little that's, higher. That's... Flirting with top 50. He just lost the title, too. Yeah, well, we're, I was, you know what? I'll bring that up right now. Fucking Carmelo Hayes. We well, actually lost the title twice, but the, set, the first time he lost it was in that ladder match. On WrestleMania weekend, and that's when um, Cameron Grimes beat him. Yeah, so they, they protected he him. Lost it to Solo. He lost it to Solo Sokoa. Clean. Right? Solo Sokoa just added another fucking title to the bloodline. Which is dope. Because he wasn't. You're not going to give him Gunther or Bobby Lashley's no. title. So you give him the North American title and have him show up with it on SmackDown. Yeah, and, it, and the thing is, that'll make people watch NXT. You're bringing that title on a SmackDown with Roman Reigns and the Usos and shit yeah, like that. You know what I mean? how you so, build two brands at one time. Yeah. But I wasn't expecting Carmelo Hayes to drop that title. Um, you know, I wonder what that means for him. Maybe I, I think NXT you, title. Yeah. I think you kind of have to. I think he's ready for it. Him and Braun Breaker are your two brightest stars in NXT. So it makes sense. Maybe uh, he even beats Braun Breaker. For I, the I, NXT title. I think Hayes is ready for it, bro. He's nice. I'm ready for. I'm ready to see. Um, like I wasn't a big on him at first because I, I felt like he wasn't getting the crowd reaction he should have. But now he's he's good on the mic. His in ring work. I can see why Shawn Michaels said, "Hey, come here, I'm your." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, makes sense. Should Carmel be higher for me. I agree. I agree. Ultimo Guerrero. I guess Eddie Dragon didn't make the list. <laughs> Can't tell you I know who that is. Tetsuya Endo, 79. Yeah. 80, Keith Lee. No. Just because he got so fat, he should be lower. <laughs> You'd think the weight would bring him down, right? Yeah. Christian Cage, 81. I, you know what? He just started wrestling again because he was like the mentor role to fucking uh, Jungle Dude. Not to mention the most relevant thing he's done this year is Bang Bit Baker. <laughs> Allegedly. I, guess I don't put it past the CLB. No. The, <laughs> At all. The CLB. The creepy little bastard. Um, 82, Swerve Strickland. 80. I'm not big on him, so I don't... He, he's not bad. He's not bad. I like Swerve. I think Sami Zayn should definitely be way over him. At 84, Sami Zayn. What? Not to mention, we skipped fucking Tajiri. Tajiri Ishimori is 83. The only Tajiri right. I know is the one they used to spit the mist. It's not actually Tajiri, it's Taiji. Taiji. Whatever. Yeah. Sami Zayn at 84 is a crime. Yeah, he should be way higher. I think he's like at least top 30. Yeah, that's that. Top that, 40. Come oh, on, like, man. Who's making this list? I don't know. 85, Kofi Kingston. Yeah, I, I guess... 86, Alex Kane, I don't know. 87, Axel Tischer, don't know who that is. 88, Titan. Who's Titan? Is that Braun Strowman? Is that Braun Strowman's name? As I don't know. 89, Riddle, that's low. Yeah. Matt Riddle should be higher. Jungle Boy at 90. Gunther at 91? No fucking way. What the fucking hell <laughs> are you smoking putting Jungle Boy over Gunther? Gunther takes bigger shits than Jungle Boy. Not to mention, he's had 
plenty of great matches this I just, year. Him and Sheamus is one of the Look best matches. Look at his rise. Man. He's Intercontinental Champion. How do you have him at 91? Under Jungle Boy. Yeah. Gunther's easily... Under Keith Lee. Top, for me, I'd say top 20, top... Well, we'll get into where I got Gunther. 92, Takahashi. Whoever. Um... 93, Pentagon Jr., or your favorite, uh, what's your new nickname for oh, him? Oh, fucking, uh, what was it, Penta El Pendejo, fucking, <laughs> fucking asshat. He comes out with a different name every fucking month. Yeah. Oscuro, fucking, just go fuck yourself. Penta oh. Bravo. Yeah. It's gonna be the next one. I'm gonna get me a mask and come fucking do the show one day in it. I, <gasps> I can be Lex Caliber. <laughs> yeah. You got Up the- to the top? I'll jump off the wall unit. Penta Bravo, Lex Caliber. <laughs> Fuck him. He shouldn't even be on the top 100. So we got 94, Yuma Aoyagi. I, 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 I don't, yeah. 95, Effie? What? Is that the guy this that This is the guy that Moxley put in a sleeper and... And was he, jerking his fucking prick? And then he kissed him later on in the damn match. This guy shouldn't even be on the fucking list. And he's 90 fucking five. And look who he's ahead of. Theory? Austin Theory. Wow. I know Austin Theory hasn't been booked well, yeah, but my but he's, God. Come on. Jordan Grace. Jordan Grace. The best Grace. thing about her is a body. So hold on. There, there's women in this? I guess so. Is she not the first woman we saw on this whole I list? I feel like she is, and she should definitely shouldn't be. If yeah, we're not even. All right, so I'm not even going to get into that. I don't even have enough time for that shit. That's just okay. Way out of left field. 98 Sat- Satoshi Kojima. Kojima sounds familiar. I wouldn't know. 99 Ninja Mac. Whoever. 100 Kyle O'Reilly. What did he do to make this list? What did he do to, to make this list underneath some of the fucking names that, that, that are ahead of him? Kyle O'Reilly's better than a lot of these jerk offs. What do you mean? This to me is the biggest sin. Dax Harwood at 101. Yeah. You couldn't even make him in the top 100. What? He's top 50 to me. He's a lot higher than top 50. He's one of the best wrestlers AEW has. I can't go on any longer. He might have a strong case for fucking top 10. I can't go on. That's why I can only do... uh, 103 is Powerhouse Hobbs, if you're interested. And I would have put him higher. Yeah. Some of these names that are higher than... Like, oh, Dax is robbed. So, that has inspired media scrum Mikey Bravo and I. No, we got our own top 20 the way it we, should we be. Got, we got top 20. We did 20. This is the, uh, the TWH top 20. Tuh. If you don't know what TWH is, you're an idiot. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. The wrestling high, if I... In case so, I had what to. What do we got here? So, this all right. Is, I'm going to count down from be. 20 to 1. All right. That's better because we like to do things like that. Yeah. That, this is our list. We always have... We have we have a shit ton of lists, too. I mean, almost every other episode. So, at 20, I got Shingo. That's understandable. Shingo, um, I feel like he hasn't had the year he had last year. No. But he's, but he's still, still a great wrestler. And he still has a lot of... He, has a hell, he had a hell of a match with Zack Sabre. We gotta Saber. catch up on a lot of New Japan shit. Him and Zack Sabre went at it. Him and Will Ospreay had a hell of a match in night one of Wrestle Kingdom. He did make it to the Forbidden Door pay-per-view. He teamed with Darby and Sting. Number 19, I got Zack Sabre Jr. Could Another guy who's... He could have been a little higher had he had that match with Danielson. Yeah, thanks, Tony Khan. 
18, I got Kevin Owens. Um, if he had been booked properly after Mania, he'd be higher on this Definitely. list. The Ezekiel feud, like I said earlier. It lasted too long. It was cute for a little bit. How it ended, should have ended it should have ended that way like four months ago. With Kevin Owens powerbombing him on the fucking, you know, apron, and we don't see him again. That should have happened a while ago. Let him grow his beard back and go back to Elias, I guess. I guess, sure. Or you could just keep him on the bench. I don't I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. He just doesn't do anything for me. I don't know. Ze- Ezekiel was funny, but it's like, are you going to have that feud with everyone? Yeah, it's not going to work. Yeah, it only works with one feud, with one guy. <laughs> You know, um, 17, I got Sami Zayn because his character work has been phenomenal. He's worked with big names like Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. And, hey, say what you want he's about his match. He's in the he's, bloodline. Yeah, he's practically, he's an honorary oose. Yeah. All right? He's getting a lot of face time. He had one of the most entertaining matches in WrestleMania history. I'll say it. Johnny yeah, Knoxville that, that match. Johnny Knoxville match was great. That match should have sucked. Sami Zayn is one of the very few people that could manage that match out, out of Johnny Knoxville. Um, 16, do you think it's too high to have Braun Breaker at 16? No. I think he's killing it. He's got a, he's having a great rookie year. He's a natural. And you know what? Was it you that said this not that long ago that he might have the best spear in the business? Yeah. After that spear to Tyler Bate? He's... I think I agree. That that match with Tyler Bate was just... My God, yeah. Wow. I went back and watched it. I did what you said. And holy fucking hell... That match was great. Yes, it was. I told you, Tyler wow. Bate needs to be on TV. Every yes, he week. does. Yes, he does. And he might make this list next year. Braun we Breaker didn't even see him in the top 16, 100. Braun Breaker is good. I like Braun Breaker at 16. Um, and yeah, like I said, man, he's a natural. He's went up against veterans like Ciampa, like Ziggler. You know what I mean? He had a fucking banger with Gunther, too. Yeah. Before he got called up. He'll probably be higher up on the list next year. Because, shit, they, they definitely got the rocket strapped to him. 15, I got Drew McIntyre. He's probably their most consistent That's next to Rollins. That's better than, what was he, 20? He was 20. I think 15 is a lot better for Drew because Drew deserves more. Uh, he, he just made invented in another country. He's been relevant as much as the sword bothers me. He's been on. We haven't seen that much of the sword, though. 14, I got Moxley. You got to give the guy his due. Yeah, he's, he's, he's doing what a top guy does. He canceled his vacation. He... Cut that promo where he said it's time to be a legend. And if only his in-ring work matched what he talks. I know. And it's 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 infuriating because we'll see a match. Dude, one of my favorite matches that Moxley's ever had. Do you remember the squash match where he beat that? Number 10. Yeah, he beat the he fucking piss out of that guy. He came in and tossed the fan out the way. He went in, beat the shit out of him, and left. He ripped way. his mask. He fucking bit him, made him bleed. I was like, if we got that Moxley on a, on a fucking weekly basis with the promos that he's able to cut, yeah, he's he's top five, easily. Definitely. But but his his in ring work doesn't match the the shit he talks. The, the garbage matches, the bleeding every week, the blading in plain sight, the phony elbows and punches, the play fighting. Every time. I start to like Moxley. He does one of those, and it's like, never mind. He's like, yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Never mind. That's the perfect way to put him. But again, he's over. He's probably AEW's most consistent guy. Yeah. You know? So you got to, you got, I got to give him his due. 14, Moxley. I got Hangman at 13. Quick bag Adam Page at 13. That's a better number for him because he did have the title. 
he did have was it this year that he had that match with Brian? He had two. All right, so he had the first match was at the tail end of 2021, which was phenomenal. The one that went to a 60 minute draw, and then the second one that he won in a 45 minute match, where both him and Brian were bleeding. That was at the I think it was the first show of the year. Um, but that wasn't for the title, yet, was it? No, that was for the title too. Was it? That match was great. I think that's still one yeah, of the best matches th- this year. That's a better number. Even his match with um fucking Murderhawk. Thunderhawk. Fucking jerk off. That match was fun, though. It was. It, was, it wasn't was a death match like it said it, it was, was, but it was surprisingly fun. surprisingly entertaining. I remember talking about that. Right. But then the feud with Adam Cole was not as great as a neckbeard would tell you it is. No, nothing's as great as a neckbeard tells you it is. That's true. But, yeah, you get what I'm saying. Not to mention the, the, the second death match in as many months with Adam Cole, where yeah. this guy puts a fucking just, a barbed wire crown on Adam Cole's head. You just survived the death match with a guy who's the size of Braun Strowman. Yeah. Like, what makes me think you're going to lose to Adam Cole in the same match? And if you do, you should just retire. Yeah. And then not to mention, hey, the, the match with CM Punk that Hangman had at Double or Nothing was a hell of a match. And Punk winning the title, going over clean, damn good match. One of the better matches I've seen this year. But everything that's come out of that... Yeah. And Punk completely burying him in the media scrum just a couple weeks ago. That gets Punk a 12 spot. That gets Punk over Hangman. I wanted to say that earlier because him being number three, I feel like is solely based on what he did with the media scrum. They saw that and said, you know what, Punk... No, it wasn't based on the media scrum. That's like his claim to relevancy right now because he's been hurt. This list was probably made before that even happened. And then comes back, does all of this, and now he's hurt again. Well, here's the thing. Punk coming back was huge. All right? It's one of the biggest returns in pro wrestling in recent memory. So maybe that fits into their calendar. On top of that, he's been wrestling almost on a weekly basis when he's healthy. So I give him that. He didn't just turn into a special attraction. He's out there working with younger guys. He put on a hell of a match with Darby in his first match in nearly eight years. His feud with Eddie Kingston was highly entertaining and was a fun Should've match, a too. Longer. It would have been nice if it lasted longer. We ain't got to get into MJF and Punk. Their feud was fucking amazing. One of the best feuds all year. The Hangman Page feud was an actual feud. Like, honestly, Punk doesn't get hurt twice and both title reigns end within, like, a week. He is top three. Yeah. I have and no problem I would with that. Have no problem with that. And on top of that, the first wait, the first time he got hurt was just as knuckleheaded Stupid. as you can get. Fucking idiot. Stage diving into the crowd. That imagine, knocks you out of the top. Getting hurt diving into a fucking pool of neckbeards. Number eleven, I got Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is another I, one. That that's good. He's a victim of a, of an injury, but at least he got injured in the manly way, working out, um, not jumping into a bunch of smelly. Fucking AEW fans. And he fucking wrestled injured, so... That too. And he, he also wrestled one of the best matches in recent memory with a torn pec. And it was phenomenal on top of that. Um, and yeah, Cody actually, he did put on an entertaining match in AEW in the beginning of the year in that ladder match with Sammy Guevara, even though it was kind of a spot fest. The cutter off the ladder, you know, the jumping cutter off the ladder was an amazing spot. Say what you want about Sammy Guevara. Great spot. Cody landed it perfectly. His return at WrestleMania. I mean, if Stone Cold doesn't come back and wrestle a match, that's Cody's mania. Yeah, it is. By far. It only took Stone Cold to come back. But yeah, again, he got injured in June. 
We're not going to see him till 2023, and that's hopefully when he wins the, the Rumble. Royal Rumble, bro. It's a few months. It's Bro, you see how fast time's going? Yeah, we're already in September. I saw a recent picture of Cody. He's already, you can see his scar. He's out of, like, yeah, swing yeah. and all of that, and he's holding his daughter with the arm, so. We're getting there. We're getting Soon. there. Soon. But, yeah, that knocks him just out of the top ten. Otherwise, he's another one that could easily be in the top five, maybe even top three. Who knows, depending on, what, you know, he circumstances. Uh, top ten. I got Danielson at 10 because he's still the best goddamn wrestler in the world. Could have been higher had his booking been better. Yeah, his booking has been shit. It started off great. When they turned him heel, him and Adam... The, the, the promos that Brian was cutting as a heel were... Like, literally, yeah, like were rivaling finished, MJFs. He finished his matches with flexing while having the guy in the triangle choke. Passed out, keeping the hold on too long. That was great. Kicking the fucking Dark Order's ass. Even better. And then... The John Moxley thing happened. Yeah. And at first it started all pretty intriguing. Yeah. Then Regal was brought in. But again, like we said, you know, this was all done for Jericho to have something to do. So, of course, Brian Danielson is the biggest fucking victim out of the whole Jericho charade. Because, yeah, he takes the the L in the Anarchy in the Arena match, a match that he shouldn't have been in. And it's a match that cost him a couple months of his career. Yeah. Like, he needs that. And again, it cost us him and Zack Sabre, which I was pretty... I, I would have bought Forbidden Door for that match. Alone. Yeah, absolutely. It's a shame. Danielson should always be top five, if not number one. I got him at number ten because his booking has been shit lately. I like how he said we're okay with Bobby Lashley being number five, but then we put him number nine. <laughs> Because I think differently of other guys. Yeah. But I'm okay with them putting him at number five because they didn't really get much right. But we got Lashley at number nine. He's had a good year. He's had a hell of a year. Got Um, his match with Brock. The match with Brock could have been a lot better. And I'm hoping that we do get that one day. I'm hoping WrestleMania. I heard it might be for the next Saudi show, which I'm not a fan of. I I want that at Mania. Yeah, me too. I want that at Mania. Because the next Saudi show, I believe, is in like early November. Mm. To me, that's kind of early. Yeah, build uh, that Bobby and Brock part two needs to be at Mania. That that's that's my it needs opinion. to be set up at Rumble. Yeah, after Bobby loses, but comes within a contest of beating Roman. Right. So, but again, Bobby Lashley lately, especially with his U.S. title run, man, dude, every week Bobby Lashley, whether it's him and Tommaso Ciampa, him and AJ Styles, him and The Miz in a cage match, um, him and Austin Theory. We're getting him and Seth Rollins in a U.S. title match next week on Raw. My God. I gotta watch that. Hell yeah. That's gotta be the main event. Yeah, no way it's not the main event. So, yeah, man. Lashley, he's doing his thing. He's doing his thing. The guy is ageless. He's 45 fucking years old. He does not look it. He looks the same as he did in 2005 when he debuted, if not younger. I hope he stays that way, too, because Bobby Lashley still has some... He's in phenomenal There's still shape. still a lot left for him to do. And, and they've kept him short but sweet. Yeah, he doesn't need mic. to be on the mic that no. much. He gets the reactions without it. Yeah, he doesn't need to be on the mic that much. So I'm glad they've, you know, realized that. And they've kept his words short and sweet. So I can live with that. At number eight, I got Will Ospreay. If you ignore his AEW matches, other than his match with Dax Harwood on, uh, on Dynamite, another one that could argue... You can make an argument for top five. Yeah. Because outside of Will Ospreay is outside of AEW, which we're not gonna see him in AEW for a little bit now. I think he said something like that, which good. Cause his new Japan work is fucking phenomenal. 
Yeah. He's he's already got two of the best matches of the year with Okada. All right, at Wrestle Kingdom and at the G1 Climax 32 tournament. Just keep him away from AEW. Unless, of course, we're going to see him and Kenny Omega. Then I'm all for that. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Um, number seven, I got Gunther. Yeah, that he should I mean, have been there in the first fucking place. 91? What are you... You didn't need to watch that match with Sheamus. No, but but the match with Sheamus is there. <laughs> I don't know. I got him at number seven because just about anything this fucking guy does, he gets a name change and it doesn't matter. They change his music. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. This guy is just money. I, I'm, oh, I've been over the name change. I'm okay with him being Gunther or Gunther, whatever you want to fucking call yeah, him. I I'm think, all right I with think it. it might have been his idea anyway. Yes. Yeah backstage that uh, there was a tweet that came out about something like there was kyle o'reilly yeah they that called, named him gunther. him gunther before and it was like 2019 the the tweet dates back to but like you know what i'm cool with because he's such a good wrestler i don't think about that his chops Oof. man i i watched that match with him and sheamus again yeah and it's just like wow Thank God we got this because I was looking for this match. They just had a, a really entertaining six-man tag on SmackDown between uh, the, the Wrestling Buddies, <laughs> a.k.a. the, the Brawling Brutes, Brutes, and uh, Imperium. And again, hell of a match. Imperium went over. Um, As they should. Yeah. And I believe it was... It, it wasn't Gunther pinning Sheamus... I think it was, uh, I think Ridge of the Fridge took the pin. As Ridge, it yeah, because that Imperium bomb was yeah. a dope move. Like, yeah. And now you and now you got Imperium full force now, which is even better. Gunther is restoring prestige into the Intercontinental Championship. And yeah. it's nice to see. It's really nice really to see. Really nice to see. You know? Number six. Whoever put Dax Harwood at 101. Smoking crack. Definitely. I got him at six. Because this guy's holding three different tag titles. He's one half of the greatest tag team in the world right now. And on top of that, as a tag wrestler... He's been having some of the best singles matches on TV on a weekly basis. I was gonna say I'm, I'm, I'm I don't want to see them, you know, break up. Break up. No, me either. Not yet. But I would like to see what this guy can do on his own because he cut that promo against uh, Claudio. Claudio. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yo, this guy, he can be. He has the look. Like he can wrestle and he can talk. You got yourself a star there. Like, don't fuck that up. Claudio's another ma- hell of a match he had with Claudio for the Ring of Honor title. Claudio went over. But again, just listen to the matches that Dax Harwood has had. Singles matches, all right? His match with Cash Wheeler, his own partner, was fucking great. That was the own hot shit, right? Yeah, that was the qualifier to get into the tournament. Even his match with Adam Cole. We're not the biggest Adam Cole fans, but that was a hell of a match. No, we're not the biggest Adam Cole fans, but we won't deny that he can wrestle. Yeah, he can. He just doesn't look like a wrestler. He just doesn't look like a wrestler because he's entertaining the neckbeards now. Yeah, physiques don't really matter. Yeah, they don't care about that shit. But yeah, Dax Harwood and CM Punk. Hell of a match on Dynamite. Dax Harwood and Will Ospreay. No, I think that was just a one-on-one. That was like right after the MJF feud, I believe. Um, and yeah, his match with Will Ospreay. Like, dude, Dax Harwood is putting out fucking great singles matches as one half of the best tag team in the world. And they got they had this guy one on one. Not no. to mention the matches with the Briscoes. Six is perfect for him. It's where he belongs. And, I and had him. First, I actually had him in the top five. I'll even I'll even go as far as saying this: 
I, I, if I say something, I'll always eat my words if I'm forced to. About a year ago, I, I wasn't too big on FTR. I remember that. But after giving them a chance, I see what you and Chris were trying to say a year ago. I remember So I, I admit that Harwood is a star he's in the, the making. You just got to do the right thing with him. He's the real deal. And the only reason why he's not in the top five is you brought up a great point. Go ahead. I'll people, let you like, I, he wasn't even on the list. Not in the 100. In, in the 100. How the fuck is Brock Lesnar not top five? Effie made it in the list. Brock Lesnar won a championship on the first day of this year. Then he won the Rumble. Then he won the Rumble after losing his title. Then he won an Elimination Chamber Then he won an Elimination Chamber. Eliminating everyone. Yeah. And then main main evented Mania and SummerSlam. And the SummerSlam match was scary. That's going to (laughs) be in our top matches of the year when we're done. Absolutely. How is he not top five or... They didn't have him in the 100, bro. And what's crazy about it, to me, Brock Lesnar, this is the most full-time he's been. Exactly. Since 2004. And you don't acknowledge that? You're the biggest complainers of it. Now that he's doing it, you don't acknowledge it and give him the rightful spot in this list? Literally, for almost for most of the year, from SummerSlam to SummerSlam, 2021 to 2022, Brock Lesnar was as full-time as Brock Lesnar is going to ever get again. And he helped carry Bro, he, he, not to mention his character work. His he was part of selling out that first Saudi show last year. He sold out SummerSlam with Roman, Mania with Roman. Yep. Like, this guy was the main event. To me, year. like, and, and also like his character work. Brock Lesnar has been, you know, he's been a natural face, kind of. of. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can call him a face, but he's so natural now. He really doesn't even need Paul Heyman. He's scarier when he's laughing and smiling like this than yeah. when he's, like, serious. The, the, the fucking Mortal Kombat Goro look with the... <laughs> yeah, with, with the fucking cut-off flannel. That, that's all Brock needs Brock to be. Brock has somewhat reinvented himself. Yes. And he's not getting credit for it. So we're going to do it for him. Yeah, definitely be, should be five on this list. Number four, I got MJF. Because, I mean, he's really, like, the main reason to watch AEW. He, yeah, he was part of giving... AEW, its first million view segment. How the fuck don't you have MJF in the top five? Something that big in wrestling. And you got to believe a world title is in the very near future if Tony Khan is smart. Because MJF is very, uh, he's very honest about how he feels about uh, his contract situation. And that whole thing. Which I hope it, 2024, I hope he gets the fuck out the work, of it. The work shoot promo is hands down promo of the year. <laughs> yeah. Not he, even close. And, yeah, just MJF, man. He has a few that could make that list. Yeah, yeah, he does. He's probably, top five promos probably all belong to MJF, really. Yeah. Yeah, and, you know, he's just going to get better. Uh, We gush over him every time. I'm not going to waste too much time gushing over him now. You mean, shit. These three guys, top three, as far as, like, in-ring, character, presentation, I got Okada at number three. Okada's... Okada is New Japan's Roman Reigns right now. He's their main guy, you know? And, again, great matches with Will Ospreay. He has two arguable match of the year candidates. One at Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 that he beat Will Ospreay in. And recently, just a few weeks ago, G1 32 Climax against Ospreay. I believe Ospreay won that. No, no, actually, I think... I think Okada won that. Either way, two of the best matches you're going to see all year. Not to mention, he also was at Forbidden Door, a hell of a fatal four-way with um, Jay White 
Hangman Adam Page and Adam Cole. Okada, yeah, man, like you said, he's there. He's there. Roman Reigns. He he's is. there. John Cena. Could you imagine fucking Okada's music hitting one day in like a non-announced joint thing, and he just confronts Roman? Holy shit, that'd be dope. <laughs> well, I'd actually love to see him against number two, like we said in the earlier. Seth Rollins. This is where he should have been. Only because Roman's title reign. Yeah. I mean, Seth Rollins, again, like I said, he's proven. He is the living proof right now that you don't need to be winning all the time in order to be over. This guy You don't need a title either. He's more over than he's ever been, and he's barely won this year. This is the best version of Seth Rollins we've ever seen. The I, crowd's singing his song. He, eventually, he's got to get a, he's got to get a world title like soon. Like you said, the crowd's going to turn him. He doesn't need a title. He doesn't need a world title. But at this point, he deserves one. No, but you know what title would look good on his shoulder? The WWE title. And you date back to last year. His trilogy with Edge was fucking great. His trilogy with Cody after that has been phenomenal. He's having... His match with Roman and Rumble. Coming out with the old Shield stuff. And how he's how he's trolled his opponents. He came out dressed as, uh, in the Shield gear against Roman. With this music through the crowd. Yeah. But with his own mannerisms. Right. It's, and then against Cody and Hell in a Cell, he comes out in the black and yellow polka dots like Dusty. He's fucking great. I don't know how you had this guy so low on this list. Yeah. Number two is the only spot for him because obviously number one is Roman. We're not going to get into why. It's obvious for the same reason they got that right. Yeah. So there you have it. The first ever TWH top 20. Maybe next year we go to 30. Yeah, we could do that. Maybe next year we go to 30. When we get back, we'll discuss a little bit of uh, what's been going on in AEW and WWE. So kind of brief recaps. So uh, stay with us. Hey, the champ is telling you to do something. All right, you know what? You, you know what? You know what just happened? Because you didn't do what he said? You know what? You know what? You just made the list! So that was PWI's shitty list and our much better list. Now we're going to get and into... Shorter. Yeah. We're a lot shorter. Get into a... Uh, Pretty interesting press conference that we watched for Crown Jewel. I like these little things that WWE is doing. It makes it feel like a big deal. Yeah, it's cool, you know? Yeah, so the big main event for Crown Jewel, November, what, 8th, they said? Or is it I think the it's fifth? the 5th. Okay, and that's a Saturday also. So there's two pay-per-views in November this year? Cause I, yeah, I believe, Series. yeah. I guess Survivor Series is would be like, what, two, three weeks later? Yeah. I would think. So they do like like a day one in Royal Rumble type deal. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. That's cool. I'm all right with it. Because I don't think we get a December pay-per-view. Yeah, they'll skip a month when they have two in one month. Right. And then they'll sense. have two in one month after that. Yeah. So I'm all right with it. But yeah, Crown Jewel, November 5th. Another Saturday pay-per-view in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. Press conference was held, I think, in, in Las Vegas. And it was announced that Logan Paul is going to be Roman Reigns' next challenger for the Universal Championship. The Undisputed Universal Championship. At this press conference, Michael Cole was the host. We brought out the entire bloodline, including Honorary Oos, Sami Zayn. I like that he was there. And he also got a huge pop. He even got a couple Sami chants. Good. This dude is getting crazy over. 
whenever the Usos and, you know, the whole bloodline or Roman gives them the fucking, the sign to so take them out. So he's literally like a member if he's showing up at the press conference. That, that's funny as shit. I love it. And I'm telling you, if you go back and watch SmackDown, he's getting huge chance. He's getting some of the biggest pops. When this turn happens, Sami Zayn is going to be insanely over. He, he, he kind of reminds me of like, uh, he's to the bloodline what Owen Hart was to the nation. I was at thinking one point. the same thing. <laughs> I mean, Owen Hart wasn't vibe. this goofy, but. Now, but it, it, he gives that dynamic, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, it just works. Solo looks like, the, like he was that little brother that the Usos would make him just go kick everybody's ass because yeah, he was think, a bad motherfucker. He don't look like a little brother to nah, me. Nah, he, he looks like he can really handle himself in the street. Yeah, he's eight years younger than the Usos. So, yeah. I'm kind of getting what I wanted. Like, I, I, I think we spoke about it. I said, imagine if Umaga was still around and, you know, Roman was the only one that could control him. Oh, and it's kind of like this. Solo is like the closest you can get to that right now. They're already kind of pegging him as like the heavy hitter. Good. Of the bloodline. And I think you, know? you told me that they might give him the Samoan Spike or some, some shit like I, I that, I think right? they should. That would be dope. Not to get off topic, but uh, real quick. On SmackDown, his first SmackDown as a member of the bloodline, he fought Drew McIntyre to like a, like a DQ because obviously, you know, the bloodline came in. and that, Oh, no, I think it was actually Karrion Cross that came in. Yeah, he choked took out uh, McIntyre. McIntyre. But this past episode of SmackDown, he defended the newly won North American title, which... The match he had with Carmelo Hayes to win that match, uh, to win that title, hell of a match. And he went up against Madcap Moss on SmackDown, put the title on the line, beat him clean. And he's using that spinning Uranagi as a finisher. had a pretty good match, too. Yeah. So, already he's being built up as, like, you know, a big deal, as a serious threat. And I kind of like how they have, that you can defend the North American title on Raw just out of nowhere now. Why not? I mean... It, it gives it, like, a different feel. Like, I was thinking about this today... In boxing, they have the WBA, WBC, WBO. They're all heavyweight championships, but they're from different boxing associations. Mm-hmm. WWE could have, like, the WWE and the Universal go back to two titles and then have the NXT and then eventually probably the European Championship. And it could be the same way boxing is, where you could fight for one or you could fight for all of them. Yeah. It just depends on where you're at in the, you know, in the challenges list no i i I I think it'll be cool it's just getting more shine on nxt and the north american championship is probably the most exposure it's ever had and it's you know i like young history that That beautiful belt you know but yeah they had solo sokoa there north american title in hand usos both of their tag titles paul Heyman was there Sami Zayn, roman reigns logan paul's there by himself triple h the last one to come out gets a huge ovation and uh it's triple h that announces that uh, it's, it's going to be Logan Paul challenging Roman Reigns for the two titles. Logan Paul seemed more comfortable in his press conference than he does, like, in the ring on the mic. He, he's probably used to doing press conferences being, like, doing his little boxing thing. Yeah. So And plus, this is just you're answering questions as opposed to talking to the crowd trying to promote. Right. I mean, you're still trying to... Obviously, it's called a promo, so you're trying to promote whatever match you're, you know building towards but you could just tell and you know it's it's he can't be that much of a damn natural at everything when it comes to wrestling i mean he's he looks great in the ring but yeah. it, like you could tell like the what chance he has no idea what to do with that and hell there's a lot of wrestlers that have been doing this shit for a long time that still don't know how to harness that but you could tell like the crowd turning on him when he was supposed to be cheered that threw him off so he's still 
has a little bit of work as, to do as with he that. should be. I but mean, he he came off. He, this is probably the best he's ever come off as 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 far as like verbally for the WWE. You know what I mean? He definitely brought his A game. Um, he didn't come off as like someone that didn't belong there. He like, just he came <clears> off as Logan Paul, like he always does. You yeah. Know? You know, you know, watch him talk before one of his fights. He's the same way he sounded at this press conference. He sounds like that. And Roman Reigns, man, just as a character. He's, he's like kind of laughing it off, brushing him off like he ain't shit. He's evolved. The facial into expressions. A level where it's like, yeah, he's he's just in overdrive right now. Mm-hmm. He like it it was so it. natural the promo he cut here. It just he he kind of <laughs> stumbled over WWE, but I do the same thing sometimes when yeah. I'm trying to say it fast. The, the, the shit I love the most is as soon as Roman Reigns, you know, got up to the podium and a kid yells, "You suck." Roman Reigns says, "Nah, kid, I'm the goat." <laughs> yeah, he's just, like he just took that in straight, took you know? that in stride, and just threw it right back. Roman's come a long way since suffering succotash, mm-hmm. a very long way, because that is one of the absolute worst promos of all time. And his little Jack and the Beanstalk story. Oh, I did not need to be reminded of that. Yeah, one. he. What what do he say here? Before you walk, you or well, you got to crawl to walk, and when you learn to walk, you got to. You gotta run, run, and, and when run. you run, then maybe you could one day fly with the tribal chief. That was like, yeah, he's he's he so, knows where he's at. It's a nice verbal back and forth between Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, and all this started um, just a couple of days before. Roman Reigns was a guest on Logan Paul's insanely uh, popular podcast. What is it, Impulsive? And Roman Reigns, you know, had a sit down interview with him, like you know, about an hour. Really good. Um, and at the end of it, when Roman Reigns leaves, Paul uh, basically is talking to his two co-hosts, and he's saying, he's like, you know, every time I watch Roman, I just, like, damn it, I want to wrestle him. I, w- I want to get in the ring with him. And he's like, I think I'm going to do it. I, w- I, w- I want to challenge him. And one co-host says to him, he's like, dude, you're only two matches in. He's like, what makes you think you can just step in with the champion, with the, with the best doing it? And he's like, that's what I do. I did it with Floyd Mayweather. He's like, yeah, but Floyd was like 49 or, like, or whatever. Like, <laughs> he's, he was retired. <laughs> um, but that's kind of how this whole thing started. And then Roman Reigns, I think, caught wind of that later on and tweeted back at, uh, at Logan Paul saying like, oh, you know, you're talking behind my back or whatever. As soon as I leave, you don't bring this up on, you know, in front of me. That's how this whole thing started. So it's an interesting main event. It's, I mean, Logan Paul is probably not on our list as far as who no, we wanted to see Roman face. I think Roman's going to win. Uh, some people don't understand another part of this promo that Roman cut. He said he has over 30 million followers and he's bringing them all to his tribal chief. That's letting you know why this is happening yeah. right there. Logan Paul, <laughs> as much of an asshole as his brother is and... L- Logan's grown on me because of how good of a wrestler he is. Logan doesn't quite bother me no, that much. But Jake yeah, his is brother's just a, a fucking off. dick mouth. Logan is cool. And <clears throat> they, they as much as you want to hate on either one of them, they have a big following. Yeah. Whenever they fight somebody, like like he said, his brother's going to fight Anderson Silva. People are going to watch that. Yeah. So you think uh, Logan Paul's fans, 30 plus million of them are going to say, oh shit, Logan Paul's going to fight Roman Reigns for the WWE title. Oh, I'm not going to watch that. No, they're going to want to see what happens. Of course. And, and it's kind of like what Logan Paul said. He's like, one or two things are going to happen. I'm going to make history and become the new champion, or I'm going to get my ass kicked. That's why you're watching. Yeah, I'm leaning towards him getting his ass kicked. Yeah, and to me, it's, as long as you don't go nuts and, you know, you can tease. You can tease. 
a certain way. You can go about it a certain way. You can tease him winning the title and it being kind of, you know, believable. But they're not going to have yeah, him dominate don't, Roman don't Reigns be, for a certain stupid. amount of time. Don't, don't swerve us and say, oh, you want something different? Well, here's something different at the wrong time. Yeah. Because then, then you're going to have a lot of angry people. I want Roman to dominate most of this match. Logan have a couple hope spots. And Roman Reigns just snuffs it out easily. Maybe, I don't want maybe this... a, a, a teased cash-in by... That could, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm... By Austin Theory. Because he got his first name back. We can call him Austin now. Yeah. Another thing, like, I don't need this match to be 20 minutes either. And you know, the Saudi Arabia crowds have gotten a lot better lately. They have. And they, but at the same time, they've also had better cards. Yeah, and they know what they're watching now, too. They're not thinking Yokozuna's going to pop up. <laughs> I don't know. They, yeah, I don't, maybe I don't that'll think. be a live crowd for that match. Yeah, I mean, I don't think we know at all what's, you know, what else the card is looking like. It's, no, it's, we still haven't even know what like uh, Extreme Rules card looks like. Uh, a couple matches have been made, but that whole card isn't even finished. So, but Crown Jewel, I that's would like to be see Roman Reigns' next match. I would like to see Bobby Lashley lose the United States title at Crown Jewel to set up, like to start building towards him going after Roman at the Rumble. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe he goes he after him as U.S. Champion. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I'd rather somebody else hold the U.S. title down. Because then you have Roman involved in a few with, with three of your titles. I mean, Roman could just be trying to go out and collect belts. You know, okay. and Lashley, I don't know. I, it's, it's, they would have to find a way to get the title off of Lashley and keep him I would give it strong. to fucking Cross. Different show. Is it? Fuck. So then yeah, it's Cross. Oh, yeah, Strowman's on fucking SmackDown, So is Strowman. So then... Yeah, it's Bobby plenty. It's plenty of guys. Yeah, I mean, I, I either way, you know. They, they Speaking of that, that, him and Seth Rollins have a match this Monday for that. That, that that got a main event. I would I would assume so. It ain't gonna be Seth taking it off of him, bro. Bobby Lashley needs that one more than Seth. But yeah, back to Logan Paul and Roman Reigns, Crown Jewel, November fifth. Yeah, I, I mean, give me like no more than fifteen minutes. I don't need it to go crazy and be like a, a knockdown, drag out fight. Like, this is Roman Reigns. I wouldn't even mind you know if it I mean? was like, a squash match. Roman just squashes Logan Paul. You think they do that at Saudi? I mean, if you're going to do it anywhere. So, with that said, we're going to shift gears to AEW right now and talk about their hot mess of a world title picture. So, this tournament. The whole company is a hot mess. Yeah, it's turning into one. Uh, this tournament. Supposed to end at Grand Slam, AEW Grand Slam, which is coming what, this Wednesday, I believe, right? That's in Queens, right? Archer Ash. Uh, Archer. Archer Ash. <laughs> Archer Ash. Arthur Ash. Arthur Ash Stadium. I think this is the second AEW Grand Slam. And uh, the main event is going to be John Moxley and Brian Danielson for the vacant AEW World Championship. Um, <sighs> Brian should win that. I would really hope. Here's the thing. It, this one's tough. This one's tough. I'm not with Moxley winning a third time. Um, he probably does because of the whole MJF thing. That's what I'm thinking. Because MJF is out there cutting promos on Moxley. Now, granted, you know... Great he, ones at that. Yeah. <laughs> fucking destroyed him. Um, but, I mean, like, he tried, he tried to, you know, shift a little bit of focus to Jericho and Danielson. Kind of like saying, like, you know, and I'm, this goes for you too. But, like, the promo has been mainly at Moxley. So, to me, it's obvious you're building towards MJF and John Moxley, which I don't have a problem with that. It's just the title has already 
Moxley's going to get it a third time. How long is he going to hold it until MJF gets it? Because yeah, you can't. I, I don't know. To me, MJF has to win that no um, earlier than full gear. How, how long is that stupid fucking coin MJF won good for a year? I see that. I don't know either. I'm not sure. He just They just said a future world title shot, and he gets to pick. I don't remember them saying how long he has to, you know, pick his spot. So do they, do they go with Moxley winning it and... MJF taking it off of them at what that what's their next big pay full gear and that's that would what, be in November which isn't far away so no nah, but it does give Moxley two months with the belt yeah which is a decent and, amount of time I mean shit he did he did he not have the interim title for about that but but I I would I want to see Brian win it I do too I I just don't know if that's the way they go because they love their Moxley they do and the thing is you know like I said they've already been building towards it. Danielson and MJF. That's well, what is Danielson? Is he a face or is he a heel? Yeah, he is. We have no idea. He hasn't been in. He hasn't had direction for such a long time that it might not even make sense just, to have him win it. That's what I'm saying, and it just sucks for me to even say that because I want to see him win the world title. But this whole BCC shit has been a hot mess, and it's just been just in the way. Before that, Danielson was having the best promos, the best matches. He was the he best. He was heel. in the middle of his best run. He that, was. The way he was a heel, and they just fucked it up. Yeah. It, with his stupid shit. Yeah, it's just... I don't Maybe know. they play into him losing this match, because and the he whole, gets kicked out. The whole... Yeah, I guess. But to me, it's, this, this whole thing was just weird to begin with, because Moxley, Moxley and Brian, like, Brian was the clear heel in that one, right? Then Regal came, and it just didn't matter. Yeah. And I love Regal, but it just didn't matter, because then it was just like, oh my god, everybody loves him anyway. What are they? Who cares? That's how it was treated. And then it was clear because where they were going with the whole Jericho appreciation thing. And then you realize this is all for a Chris Jericho fucking feud. They, they wasted so much time with Danielson to the point where it's like, I don't know if he's, I, I guess he's a face, but he never really turned. Yeah, he did it. He so just... MJF, to me, has to take it off of the hottest face they have. And whether we like it or not... It's Tim Moxley. It's John Moxley. Now with CM Punk out of the fucking picture for the God knows. I would have rather seen him take it off of CM Punk. Though, that was probably the plan. Think about it. If Punk doesn't get hurt the first time, Punk is still champion. This thing doesn't even happen. If Punk doesn't a stage dive. The idiot. Since we're on the, 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 the topic of Punk, did you see the picture circulating of Kenny Omega with the bruise on yes, his arm? Yes, I did. That dude must have fucking tried they're, to take a chunk out of him. They're speculating that that's the, those are the bite marks from Ace Steel. And, yeah, I mean, it, they weren't really, um, they didn't really tell us where he bit him, but, I mean, I guess that would make sense. You gotta be a sick fuck to bite somebody. But, but at the same time, his wife, who had a broken foot, is in the locker room yeah, he with a dog. Just snapped and said, roof, roof. So, yeah, I, I can't say I blame him. Especially when his side is outnumbered. So, can't, can't really say I blame him. But, yeah, man, this AEW world title scene, I, I, I'm not really crazy for John Moxley winning this, but that's where I feel like we're going. Probably because they didn't have an MJF cut those scolding promos on him for no reason. Right. And it's going to mean more, and, you know, MJF taking it off the hottest baby face they have look as long as we get you know good matches and good promos 
I'm fine with Moxley and MJF for the world title at, at say full MJF year. MJF needs to finally win that title, and, and he wins because if that's if there's any other outcome, I'm fucking done, and I'm pretty sure MJF would be too. Um, so yeah, I, I just hate it because I, I want I badly want Danielson to win, and it's funny because uh, I never noticed this, but I, I've seen a couple memes circulate around uh, social media, and they were saying that if Danielson were to win this match at AEW Grand Slam against Moxley, that would be the third world title that Brian won after Punk left the company. Wow. In a decade. Because he won the title, he won the Ring of Honor title after Punk left for WWE when he was in OVW or whatever. Brian won it right after that. Right after Punk left. Brian won the title right after Punk left. He main evented WrestleMania because Punk left. and Just benefiting off of Punk leaving. And here's the thing. If we ever see CM Punk again in a ring, let alone an AEW ring, how do you not do him and Danielson? There is so much more there now. Besides them being, you know, yeah, they who have they to. are. They have to. And the history they had, you know, where they came from. You have that where Brian can fucking, you know, throw that dig at, at Punk. Punk could easily just throw that right back around him. He's like, yeah, you, you need me to not be around for you to be the man. Fucking Lex James booking better for AEW than the actual booker does are you surprised no that yeah. would actually be interesting who knows i mean who knows we ever see now CM you Punk gave again. me something to look forward to for AEW to dash my hopes who knows what the hell CM Punk, Punk uh, ends up this. All right. home yeah retire no one wants who's gonna want you no one NLW? wants you why would even why would you even do that you can't even lower yourself to that if you're cm punk you can't that looks worse on you. Yeah, because you walked out on a big company. Like, well, you walked out on Two WWE. Companies. Then you got another chance and you walked out on them. And now you're going to this second-rate wrestling indie show because that's all you can do. Yeah, that makes you look horrible. That's a fall from grace that he, he's, he's too smart to let that happen. I think he, he would just go away, honestly. I don't think it would be some, like, dynamite kid shit. He would just be, you know, completely alone and void of wrestling, you know, for good this time. Not just seven years. Yeah, he'd, pro he'd probably have no choice but to go home and stay home for good. Yeah. That's the AEW side of things, and that's our episode. We spent a lot of time in the PWI, but uh, Mike had to get some uh, something off of his chest. Yeah, fuck that fucking list, bro. That, it, when I first read it... I, it's not Melter, by the way, that uh, that writes. Whoever the makes the fucking list should just go eat a dick. Because when I first saw that wow. shit on the way home from the gym, bro, I was like, "There's no fucking way." Because I saw the top five. How many red lights did you run? None. I was in the back roads, oh, you know, okay. just cruising. And I, I looked, and I'm like, "This like Seth Rollins is not in the top five, but Quickbag yeah. Adam Page is up there, and CM Punk is up there, who didn't wrestle most of the year." Yeah. Like. You're out of your fucking mind. Somebody said, okay, number one, Roman Reigns. Oh, let me get the crack pipe. Okay, uh, then it just started doing the rest. I could see you calling me from the car like, you know what? Get the fucking iPad ready. We're doing the episode now. Now while shit I'm driving. off my chest. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we would have recorded when I first saw the list. Just make a, a, a huge U-turn right to my apartment. <laughs> Alex, open up. But yeah, guys, that's our episode for the week. 
Uh, next week, probably going to be talking AEW Grand Slam. Give that a high and low because, hell, like I said, big world yeah, title match. they don't have pay-per-views. God forbid they had a, two extra ones. Hey, honestly, I'll take these because they're cheaper. and shorter. Yeah, because they, 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 <laughs> they still do that ancient and, and, fucking $60 a pay-per-view shit, and then they suck. For a long time, too, they suck. For a good five hours. Like, could you imagine paying fifty dollars to watch a fifteen match shit show? Hell no. I mean, we have. You don't have yeah, to imagine it. You don't have to imagine. Yeah, you gotta it. imagine it. That was horrible. We made it what halfway through. I, I guess. Yeah, you're right. The free shit is good. Keep doing it. Thanks. Yeah, you ain't. It ain't worth it. I didn't think about the fifty dollars. But anyway, guys, if you don't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at the underscore wrestling underscore high. For Mikey Bravo, this is Lex James. We'll see you next week.